I'm Allison Katzkowski, otherwise known as The Allison K. I'm a fitness innovator and entrepreneur turned business mentor and retreat master. A client experience is more than just making the sale or the transaction. A client experience is about how it's put together so that clients can receive amazing real transformation. Here you'll hear all about how the industry leaders are creating amazing experiences. I'm always going to give it to you straight because I know your time is valuable. Are you ready? Let's get into the show. Welcome to this edition of Creating the World's Best Client Experiences. I'm Allison Katzkowski. I'm your host. Thank you so much for tuning in on this Thursday morning. I'm super excited about my guest today. I have Andrew Rowe with me. Who is coming, who is speaking to me from the UK, which is technology is always just so amazing, right? That we're able to connect with people all over the world um, in this space. And we're going to be having a really amazing conversation today about the power of being authentic. Um, Andrew is a spiritual leader and mentor, he calls himself, and an authenticity expert, which immediately piqued my curiosity. And I knew that I needed to talk to him and have him speak into that here on this show. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me, Alison. I'm really excited to be here. <laughs> Absolutely. So so before we got on the air, you were talking a little bit about your story, um, about what kind of got you to do the work that you do now. And I just, I love how you approach things. And we're going to get into that in just a minute. But I'd love for you just to tell my audience a little bit about you, a little bit sort of what you shared with me before we got on the air. Yeah, sure. So uh, my name is Andrew Rowe. I'm Irish, British and Canadian. I was born in Switzerland and I grew up in France. So I'm a man of the world, they would like to say. Um, and I always wanted to be an actor when I was growing up. Uh, that was my main, main thing. I was like, I'm going to be an actor. I'm going to be in Hollywood. Like, look at me, look at me go. Um, and I auditioned for drama school, didn't get in. And then my parents said, well, you have to go to university. So I went to university um, and then, you know, followed the path of acting, but at the same time, had this uh, drug psychosis when I was at university, which was part of my spiritual awakening. Um, and I started seeing like auras, I started hearing like voices, mm -hmm. not like bad voices, but then because of my religious conditioning, I started to attach negative understanding. Yeah. So I started yeah. to believe that I was a bad person, uh, that I was evil, that there was something wrong with me. Um, Somehow that you had I, created what was what was happening, right? Right. Or right. I was being punished for doing drugs. Like God is punishing me for doing drugs. And now this is this is the the impact, right? And so I, I actually convinced myself that I was evil. Um, and it started to filter into my dreams and it really became really bad. But the voices told me that I couldn't tell anyone, otherwise angels would die. So I had to deal with basically psychosis on my own. Um, and it actually showed me the power uh, that we have within ourselves if we believe in our light. Yes. Because I knew deep down I wasn't a bad person. I knew deep down I was good, but I just couldn't see it just yet. So I went on this spiritual journey um, for seven years, you know, retreats, angel cards, you name it, met my ex-partner who was an amazing man who changed my life and taught me how to love myself. And he is integral to why I am where I am today. Mm -hmm. um, and then what happened was, and as we were saying, I was meditating and trying to wow. let go of jealousy and anger. And suddenly my back just, I don't know, it just like, it was almost like, 
uh, a twinge and I fell out of bed and I couldn't, I couldn't move. And I had slipped my disc and I was eating off the floor for three months, like a dog, not even joking. My my ex-boyfriend had to bring my, my plate to the yoga mat and I had to eat off the floor. And, but at the same time, um, I ended up, you know, delving deeper into spiritual practices, into healing and realizing actually a lot of my life and a lot of my belief systems and a lot of who I am was created because of my childhood and past lives as well and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and so I started working through them. And as I started working through them, my perception started to change. And, you know, I used to work with refugees and asylum seekers, teaching them English. And before I was like, oh, I hate my job. It's so annoying, blah, 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 blah. Right. And right. then after when I went back, I was like, oh my God, I'm doing, I'm doing great work. I'm changing people's lives. Just be positive. Like see things from a more positive aspect. And as I did, things started to shift and change and acting didn't start to shift and change, but my spirituality and my, my um, ability to heal people and people trusting me to heal them started to change. And, Mm -hmm. and yeah. And then in March, 2021, I, I decided to go, okay, look, you've got a few clients this feels right. Give it a go. Let's see. You know, I told my boss, I'm, I need to go part-time. If yeah. I don't get the answer by the end of the month, I'm going to have to leave. And by the end of the month, sure enough, this is a college in the UK. <laughs> I did not get an answer. Yeah. Um, and, and so I left. And But that really was it. an answer though. You're saying if I don't get an answer, but the fact that you didn't get an answer was your answer. Was right? the answer. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, and yeah, and then I set up uh, set up my business, and I I made a very successful business in in a short period of time, uh-huh. helping hundreds of people step back into their true authentic selves. And it's just, yeah, I'm living the yeah. dream. I really am. Yeah, that's fantastic because you know the power of belief. There's nothing greater than the power of belief, and we have to first believe not just in ourselves, but what it is that we're doing. If we expect anyone else to believe that they can get the results too, we have to be our number one fan. And I I see a lot of entrepreneurs not doing that. So I love to hear like people really speaking into that. So, 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 so that was March of 2021. And here we are in 2023. So you've passed like a huge landmark. So congrats to you. Um, but you have a number of different ways that you work with people. And I'd like to really speak into that for just a few minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, you have a six month container that you offer. And before we get into that, what do you think, if you could sum it up quickly for me, what do you think are the main problems that your clients come to you for? Yeah. So, um, self-worth is always the number one, um, Uh problem thinking that you're bad thinking that you're evil thinking that you're somehow fundamentally wrong or broken is usually that's the foundations so that's what i usually would work with my clients it's like build it's like building them up right yeah um then there's a lot around perfectionism yeah uh, around not being able to just be yourself out of fear of being judged or being persecuted or all all those kind of different things and then we have um, people pleasing. That's a yeah. really common one around my clients. Um, just this this belief that if I just do as I'm told all the time and say yes all the time, then I'm a good person. Yeah. Um, and then and, and but I, actually, I think I think a lot of people, if they're being really being honest, struggle with that. Yeah. And that's a boundaries thing more than anything. It is right? totally. But it's but coming it's, from but it's coming from a place within us that 
feels like you have to do that because there's something missing someplace else. Exactly. It's because when we people please, it's because we want to be loved. We want to feel worthy. We We want to be approved of. Yeah, we want to belong. And that's a big, big thing when it comes to authenticity. Yes. Is we have, when we're born, we basically have this need for self-actualization as children. We don't ask if we can, you know, poop, burp, vomit, like it just happens, right? We don't ask if we can go play with this or move around or crawl. It just happens because there's this need to explore our environment. Mm. But what happens is our sense of belonging outweighs our sense of authenticity. And so our need to belong, to be safe, then overrides the need for authenticity. So then what happens is we create these conditions of worth. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, okay, so, you know, I want to, I don't know, say one, I want to wear a pink, a pink dress, but my dad says I can't because I look like a girl and boys don't wear girls clothes, for example. Yeah. But right, right. that was, but authentically I wanted to wear that pink dress, mm-hmm. but now I realize, oh, if I wear that pink dress, my father won't love me. Therefore, I need to not wear that pink dress in so order to so be So you loved. end up making decisions instead of from a high energy place of this is what I'm supposed to do. You make decisions from a much lower energy place because you're trying to satisfy that gap that's there, right? The limiting the, belief, is, the need to belong, et cetera, et cetera, right? Which is actually, if you look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, is the base base, this yes. thing of like safety and security, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And so... Yes, we sabotage our lives because we want to survive. So actually, all of the beliefs that we create are actually really beneficial because it's make it's helping us survive. But yeah. then later down the road, when we get to our places, we realize, holy crap, none yeah. of that actually serves me. It keeps us you know? it sort of keeps us in a repeat loop of making decisions and acting in ways that really don't serve us. And then yeah. we wake up one day years down the road and we're like, how did I get here? Yeah. Right. Totally. Absolutely. Right. Right. Awesome. So let's talk a little bit about your business then and about kind of how you have your program set up. Um, Because you have, it it sounds to me like, you know, and you probably did what a lot of entrepreneurs do when they start out. You kind of just put something together and you you invite people into it and you make adjustments kind of as you go. Right. Mm -hmm. And I have a feeling that's probably what you did when you started, at least what you shared with me before we we recorded here. Um, But you've really sort of figured out that there's really a unique container of time that you feel like works for you and works for your client. Can you speak into that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I can I can kind of just give you a bit of an overview. It started off with single sessions and then I created like a nine week program. And then my nine week program sold out, but I realized, yo, nine weeks is just, it's not long enough to create lasting results that you want to see in your clients. Right. And so what I saw is that my clients who did the nine week program ended up working with me longer term, longer term. Right. And so then I was like, okay, in other words, they just kept reciting. Yeah. So then I thought, okay, well, I'm going to create a four month program, which felt like that was a good amount of time. It felt juicy at the time. But again, my clients would renew and the clients who like stayed with me for a year in total or or even a year and a half, those were the clients that were just like, just next level different people. It's it's, it's like if we were talking about it, Alison, you go to the gym. Mm -hmm. If I go to the gym like once a week, I'm going to see maybe some results. If I go to the gym five days 
a week, I'm going to see much more results, right? Right. Over a longer period of time. Right. Because you're going to immerse yourself more in the process of change. And what happens is, is your subconscious takes a bit of time to be okay with shifts and changes happening. It can be a bit like, oh no, this is uncomfortable. I don't like this. And your ego will be like loud, 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 loud. But the more you get used to it, the easier it is to shift things, the easier it is to heal, the easier it is to step into your true authentic self. Well, you're actually giving people multiple opportunities because of the length of time that you're working with them, that you're, it's really the, 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 the old saying that goes, you go deeper, you're going to get a much bigger change. So you're giving people more of an opportunity to change their habits because you're with them for a longer period of time and you're able to really get to the crux of the issue, it sounds like, right? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, so then I evolved it to a six month container Yeah. because I was like, you know what, like that feels better. That feels like actually, and then if they renew, then it's a year and then that's perfect. Yeah. Um, and with, with those six months, yes, you can achieve so much more, but also we have to understand that change takes time sometimes right so thank you we will i i can work with my clients i can shift stuff immediately and that's 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 what i'm really good at and i can tune into them and i can tune into their energy and i can shift things immediately but for things to start to show up into their lives there is a a gestation period yes yes and and sometimes you know you know month three you know shit hits the fan and totally. and it gets and it gets a bit like ah but that's only because yeah. there's a regulation that's going on that they're, they're well kind of, and also too if that this is just something on the tip of my tongue here that I, that mm-hmm. I'm that I, what I'm hearing in your voice and something that my own coach calls the earthworm effect that when you're really getting into somebody's story and you're unraveling all these layers you know that have just gotten more complex right the longer we live a story right mm-hmm. then what you find when you go deep enough is that eventually what's underneath that will bubble to the surface. That's what we totally. call, my coach calls the earthworm effect. So I call it the pond effect. I love it. I love it. So, <laughs> so in allowing all of that to come out, really, what you're doing then is you're finally able to create freedom for your clients, right? And allow them an opportunity to be more authentic, which is really what your promise is. Exactly. And I get them to step into having personal power, to let go of circumstantial power, letting go of like, because this has happened in my life, therefore this must happen. It, it's, yeah. it's not the case, you know, like yeah. last year, my dad died and one of my best friends died, yeah. um, which is really intense. Um, yeah. And a lot of people could say, hey, that's, that's really, that's terrible, da, 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 but it never affected my business mm-hmm. and it never affected me on the sense of like, yeah, of course it was sad. And of course I experienced my emotions, but it it doesn't mean that it has to be, it doesn't have to destroy you, right? When, it doesn't when you have to take so, you out of the game, right? You allow yourself solid, to feel your feelings, but at yeah. the same time, you process them a lot faster because you have the tools and the know-how. Because you're solid. And you right. know, like for me, the big thing was, I know that everything is happening exactly as it's meant to. Yeah. And that is my fundamental yeah. belief. Yeah. And so, you know, if someone gets sick and, and, and they do pass away, that was a decision on some level with their soul, you know, whatever they were trying to experience and that it's not up to me. It's sad, but I understand that that's how it was meant to happen. Right. Yeah. And I think, and then you can, you can get more into the energy of surrendering rather than constantly trying to micromanage and control because that's, what's going to cause suffering. 
That's no, what's going to cause you. No, to- you're right. You're right. And, and it's like my, my coach always says, suffering is optional. Hundred percent. It's on my right. website. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Well, we're speaking the same language there. So, yes. so you created a six month container, which is really your higher end offer. That's really where yeah. you're able to to get in and and really allow your clients to achieve a much bigger result. And what I like to always tell people in the fitness space is, you have to commit to at least a three month period to begin. Yeah, and really longer is better. But you can't just like to to your point, you can't just you know, haphazardly do it or you're going to get haphazard results. So I love that yeah. you're doing that. You've also created a lower ticket offer. So tell I me did, a little yeah. bit about that. So, hey, if you're wondering how you can put together an amazing client experience, or maybe you're doing these in your business already and you're thinking about how you can innovate and change, I want to offer you a free gift. Go to my website at www.theallisonkay.com forward slash mini hyphen retreat playbook. If you go to the homepage of my website and scroll to the bottom, you can punch your email address in and get it sent directly to your inbox. It's my free gift. This is my five-step process that I use in creating every experience, retreat, and event that I do in my business. And I would love to be able to share it with you absolutely free. Head to my website again, www.theallisonkay.com forward slash mini hyphen playbook and grab your copy of that now. Yeah, I've just created a group program called Shine Your Light, mm-hmm. um, which is basically using the techniques I use with my clients, but teaching them to to people so that they can become their own personal healer. Um, and we look at the um, framework of authenticity, which is which I created, which is communication, yeah. connection, yeah. great heartedness and integrity. And okay. so in every week we look at that and we break it down and we look at the limiting beliefs that are around that as well. Um, and I created a lower offering because I know that I'm here to help change the world. Mm-hmm. And I'm also very good when it when I'm in like group environments as being a teacher. So I'm I'm very comfortable being in mm-hmm. the, those environments. Yeah. But fundamentally, it was like I don't want someone who can't afford to work with me at a high ticket private, you know, offering to not be able to heal. I think yeah, we so all you want to have a way that you can serve more people. That was your intention. One hundred percent. Yeah, that's to exactly be able to my offer intention. An entryway for people. So really what you've created is, is you have a segue. Perhaps people in that group environment at some point would decide that they would want to work with you privately. Yeah, maybe. Right. And I've actually just going to start a membership program, actually. Oh, called fam- the Light fabulous. Lunch. Okay. Yeah. Um, Fantastic. Which is basically essentially two calls a month mm-hmm. where I pull a card, tune into the energy because uh, I channel... Um, messages so i channel messages from that and then i do a group healing and it's like really low off it's like 22 pounds a month um but it's going to be a community it's called the light lounge it's like this idea like you join because to feel more light within yourself but i like the light lounge that's a cool name yeah that's a very cool name so thank you yeah so i'm creating i'm creating these different like offerings as stepping stones but also as ways of of branching out because mm-hmm. I know I have a lot of goodness to give and I also yeah. have a lot of wisdom to share. Um, and, and it's you're yeah. also allowing people to experience the work at different levels too, because, you know, obviously people, I believe everybody needs mindset work. 
I mean, everybody. everybody, everybody needs to be doing it on a regular basis. But the reality is, is not everybody's going to be the best fit for a private mm-hmm. offer or for a high-end offer. So I love that you're listening to what your people are telling you and you're listening to the concerns that people are sharing with you, which leads me to my next question. What do you think are some of the challenges that you've had in running your programs? Mm-hmm. Like if you could like sum it up with, you know, maybe one or two that you sort of recurring see, and I'm talking about you as a business owner. Um, challenges so, that you've seen and then challenges that you think you're the main challenges that you think your clients have. I think so. The main challenge is, is, is the investment is when people hear the price and then they go and they go, oh, uh, you know, like I work with fairly wealthy people and they still uh-huh. go, oh, that's that seems quite a lot. And then in my head, I just think, yeah, but how much is that, you know, Louis Vuitton bag that you just bought? Yeah. <laughs> how much is that Tesla? Or, you, just you know, bought? you say, what's really, what's the price of not doing something right now? Right. Because I exactly. think we can, yeah. we can, we always, we always assign value to things. And the reality is, is that there's no lack of money in the world. What creates mm-hmm. the lack is what we think about it and what we believe about it. We don't think that things are available to us. But if the reality too is that if we really desire something strongly, we can create a way to to have it. And it's it's what you value. What are you putting your value on? Like, do you value your authenticity and wanting to step into a happier, higher yes. version of yourself? Like, yeah. is it is is it worth it? You know. And what I would do never you find would... though. What do you find when you speak to that with people? Are there like any catchphrases, or is there, is there any language that you use that really helps people connect that? I think for me, I'm always very um, transparent. Um, I never use like bro marketing techniques. Yeah. I'm always just coming from a place of soul and coming from a place of I'm here because I want to help you. Yeah. Um, and and I never push. I never force. I just say, hey, you know, like. I understand that it's a big investment, but you know, I can guarantee you that at the end you're going to be a different person. Yeah. So it's up to you if you want yeah. to to embark on this journey. And I'm also very clear that it's not an easy journey. And I'm also also clear that mm-hmm. once you step onto this path, there's no going back. Yeah. And what I mean by that is once you become conscious and you you open your consciousness yes. certain situations that you thought you could just swing by now the universe won't let you do that anymore mm-hmm. like it, karma will come quicker you'll experience things much more strongly but fundamentally you'll also step more into your soul self and yeah. you'll be a better and higher version of well you. and once we become an upgraded version of ourselves energetically then we experience our life in a whole different way. We make mm-hmm. decisions different. We show up different. We have different conversations. And as a result of all that, the people that we attract to our world are different too. So to your point, once we become that higher version of ourselves, there really is no going back. There really isn't. Yeah. There really isn't. Yeah. And difficult decisions have to be made. Yeah. Right. I oh, broke I up that. with my boyfriend of seven years. Who because was I my think soulmate. And I think we get good at what we do often. And so I think yeah. our clients are looking to us because we're actually living the experience that they want. That's why they find us. I always tell my entrepreneurs in, in, the, in the health and fitness and wellness space, look for a mentor or a coach who has the kind of business that you want or is on a similar mm-hmm. path to the path that you want and follow them and learn as much as you can from them. Otherwise, you're going to be in the same repeat loop. So it's, and, and get out of your comfort zone yeah. because 
the comfort zone is actually suffocating to the soul. Yeah. Like your soul craves expansion. Yeah. And that's why there's so many people, you know, who are in relationships that are actually stagnant and that it's not it and, and they know what the decision is to do, but they're just too afraid of doing it because it's mm -hmm. comfortable. Yeah. And they stay in it, right? Well, and and unfortunately we get good at being comfortable. Because we you know, our, love comfort. We love our comfort zone. It's like the favorite, the most favorite, you know, the most popular seat in the house, right? Yeah. <laughs> so let's let's shift gears just for a minute then. And let's talk about some of the wins. You mm. as a business owner and from a client perspective too. Let's go with the client perspective because that's what drives me and thrives me. You know, like that's what makes me super happy. Um, uh, I had a client that had worked with me for a year um, and they started off feeling like they were had really poor self-worth, poor self-image. They had a mother that is a narcissist and had mm. all of these horrible memories and was terrified of this mother that was mega controlling. And, you know, by the end of working us together, she was able to invite her mother over for dinner and be able to set really clear boundaries. She was able to look in the mirror and say that she really loved herself and she could really wow. believe that. She um, wasn't able to conceive and she made that mean a lot about her. Uh -huh. And working together, she realized actually maybe she didn't even want a child. Maybe that was even just something that was projected onto her. And she just felt really comfortable yeah. in in not having one and maybe even yeah. adopting. And there was just all of these really beautiful moments of, of peace yeah. and tranquility yeah. and things that were Well, and really... honestly, I think as coaches in any container, if we can, number one, create a safe space, which is super important. Mm -hmm. But two, if we can allow people to just be where they are. Um, there's a lot of freedom in that too. And I think it really takes a certain skill set to be able to do that and do it well. Yeah. I mean, I'm quite blessed in the sense that every single person that works with me says that I create a safe space. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know how I do it. I, I'm, I just listen. I listen intently and I'm very non-judgmental yeah. because I'm also very aware that yeah. I believe in past lives yeah. and I believe that I may have had the same experience at some point. So who am I to judge where they are at in their life? You know, we're, yeah. we're all just because in this life I'm where I am yeah. doesn't mean that I wasn't before. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it definitely, when you create that safe space, then your clients feel comfortable and they can open up and they can share things mm -hmm. which they wouldn't normally share. You know, another win of one of my clients is um, they really struggled with uh, speaking their truth and being seen um, and very quiet and they wanted to be more playful. And um, we basically tapped into realizing that their mother was very very controlling even though she was loving it mm -hmm. she used love as a way of manipulation mm -hmm. but my client wasn't ready to realize that and it was only until about the like the i think the seventh month that we worked together that we tackled this thing and she said i'm never going to be able to deal with this this is a mountain I, I can't climb it's going to be impossible i said you know let's call them paula paula i said you know what about all the other stuff that we worked on? You said that you weren't going to be able to do it. Yes, but this is different. I was like, okay, let's just give it a go. And yeah. within three sessions, we shifted it completely. Mm. She had a complete, because, but we fear it, right? We're yeah. afraid of having to see certain well, things. And, and you know, the number one reason, and this is something that also that my coach talks about a lot that I've learned from her. The number one reason that we don't want to do anything different is that we're afraid of what we're going to feel. We're afraid it's mm. going to reveal something either very unpleasant or it's going to reveal something that could be incredibly like uncomfortable and 
perceived by us as being really judgmental when really at the end of the day, that's exactly what we have to do in order Mm -hmm. to free ourselves and be able to move forward. And we all do it in one way or another. So people listening might say, yeah, that really doesn't apply to me, but I'm going to challenge you to really take a look at that. I think everybody has had to deal with that at some point if they're being honest. And if they're really being honest, they can realize that they've actually been wearing rose-tinted glasses looking at their past. And I'm not saying that you need to bring up the past and see it as a negative thing. I'm just saying that you need to be honest with what was actually taking place because those beliefs, those whatever you created on the subconscious level are still playing out in your life. So if you're still having struggles, it's not come from thin air. And so, you know, even if we think we've had an ideal um, um, childhood, which one of my clients said to me, oh, I had an ideal childhood. And I was like, okay. And I'm not saying that you haven't. Yeah, fantastic. But let's just go into deeper. And then actually it's like, oh, but here's a little crack here. Here's a little crack here. And it's like, actually, you know, you 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 had a good childhood, but there were a lot of moments where your needs were not met. Mm-hmm. And we have to admit that those were those happened in your life in order for you to move on because otherwise you're basically moving into the energy of denial yes. where you're just sticking your head in the sand yeah, yeah. and you're and never going to waiting for the storm to pass which it may pass temporarily but it, then it'll come up again it's like what oh, we resist persists right 100 percent. yeah and we may not even know we're resisting it yeah that's exactly. why that's because it's that's such the a importance habit. of a coach right yeah and that's why right. we exist is because we yeah. help people see what they cannot see yeah what they are not aware of yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Interesting. So so before we wrap up, I'd love for you just to offer some helpful pieces of advice for any entrepreneurs listening who are maybe just starting out or maybe people that might be listening that, you know, really are finding like they're relating to our conversation. Um, mm-hmm. And I'd love for you to approach it from the standpoint of somebody wanting to follow their dream and build a business. What would you tell them? So I would first say, to not take your beliefs at face value. Whatever negativity comes up in your mind is a lie. It's not true. And you need to disprove it in some way. Hmm. Um, And the way I would suggest doing that is being like a child. Um, I work a lot with the inner child. I'm all about being, you know, connecting with the inner Mm -hmm. child. Um, And children are very inquisitive. And so I want you to take the, the mindset of a child, which is like, oh, that's interesting. I thought I I look ugly today. Well, I wonder where that's coming from. Rather than being like, oh yeah, I am ugly. And then and, yeah, and so, so stay when you start, curious, in other words. Ask stay questions. Curious, ask right. questions mm-hmm. and ask the right questions. Mm-hmm. And then start to just allow yourself, oh, well, it's probably because you know my dad said I looked I looked fat in this skirt when I was 18. Oh, interesting. Okay. And then what did that make it mean? Yeah. What did I make that mean about me? You know, and start yeah. to to break it down and start to look at like, well, how is it serving me? Like, what yeah. is my kickback holding on to this still? Well, you know, and understand that, that we ultimately hold the power within us because we get to decide what something means. So right then and there, we can decide, I'm going to take my power back because I'm going to decide what this means for me. Yeah, exactly. Right. But in order to get there, we need to break down why that was there in the first place. And it's a bit, it's a bit mindy, but I love it because it's quite, it's quite like a a, a puzzle, right? Mm-hmm. And you yeah. look at like, oh, you know, yeah. it serves me to believe that I'm ugly because 
um, then I can push away men and then, or I push away women and I don't need to get people close to me. And then you start to see like, oh, there's a pattern here about fear of, of attachment yeah. or fear of, yeah. of being rejected, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then to, to the entrepreneurs, what I would say about when you're starting your business, for me, what was so integral to get to where I am now was my why. Um, I have a very clear why as to why I do things. And I always come from a place of service. I always come from a place of wanting to help people. Um, if you're starting your own business, do not leave your job until you're making the same income as you made in your other job. Yeah. The reason for it is because you're going to, the the energy that you're going to be starting to use when, if you leave your job is going to be desperation. If yeah. the money's not coming yeah. in. And yeah. so it's not going to be coming from a place of service and love. It's going to be coming from a place of need and want. Desperateness, and like right. Desperateness, Which is very low right. energy too. And that energy, and it might create, but it will never create anything that you want. Right. And it's repelling. And trust me, as an yeah. actor, I know exactly. I used to be an agent as well, an acting agent. And when actors came in and they the difference between an actor that was sure of themselves to an actor that was desperate for a job was like night and day. You know, it was repelling. Mm. You, you're just like, oh, this is too much. Like, stop. Wow. We are energetic beings. We all pick up on energy. Yeah, exactly. Whether you like it or not. Exactly. No, we no, I love that. Energy. And I just, I think we need to just keep keep saying that. So where can people find you? Um, they can find me on Instagram, um, on at Andrew Rowe, R-O-W-E-111, which is the angel number. Oh, I love that. Um, or, yeah, or they can find me on my website, which is www.andrew-rowe.co.uk. Fantastic. So thank you so much for making some time to talk with, uh, talk with me about your business and your offers and the way you're creating really amazing client experiences. My hat's off to you. I had such a fun time. I, I didn't want it to end. I'm like surprised it's already finished. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. We'll have to get you back for a future episode, but thank you. I appreciate it. And thank folks you, out there listening, you. please be sure to reach out to Andrew if you want to take advantage of any of his offers or if you're interested in learning more about him. And if you know someone who you feel like needs to hear this episode, please feel free to share the link with them. You're welcome to reach out to me. You can go to my website at www.theallisonk.com and just write to me directly and I will be happy to help you with that. Thank you very much from the bottom of my heart for all of your support of me, of my message and of this show. And it's this is exactly why I do what I do so that I can spotlight and celebrate other amazing entrepreneurs for providing fantastic client experiences. We'll see you right here on the next episode. Mm -hmm.